Thanks for tuning in. I'm Melissa Dalman for the Finance News Network. Joining me from Imutep is Executive Director and CEO, Mark Fook. Mark, good morning, how are you? Good to see you, Mel. Mark, Imutep is focused on an area of cancer treatment called immuno-oncology. Can you explain broadly what you're aiming to do? Indeed, um, yes, we are focused on immuno-oncology. I have to say also we are active in autoimmune diseases. But what we try to do is to enable the patient's own immune system to actively fight cancer. Going into more detail, all four of your drugs leverage the LAG3 immune pathway called an immune checkpoint. This area of cancer has recently had exciting news. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, so it's a, a very exciting journey and uh, that journey for LAG3, which is now one of uh, the big so-called immune checkpoints, has seen the first FDA approval, so it has been approved in the United States, a drug from Bristol-Myers Squibb. So it's the first ever lag 3 related drug which has been approved, meaning for us, Immutep, as a leader in lag 3 that we are working on a validated basis, also from a regulatory and commercial point of view. And overall, maybe a few words regarding the immune checkpoints. Um, those immune checkpoint therapies have been changing the way you treat cancer today, uh, in the past 10 years in a very dramatic way. In the past, uh, so more than a decade ago, you saw for most um, chemotherapy, you saw targeted therapies, and then um, you saw the so-called immune checkpoint inhibitors coming into play, dramatically changing the way you treat patients in more than 30 cancer indications, where you see, um, for instance, one kilo of lung tumor shrinking because of your own T cells. So the principle of all these therapies is to use the body's own immune system to actively fight cancer. But there are of course key differences and it's not happening often that uh, immune checkpoints get this validation. So it happened uh, back in 2011 with CTLA-4, a more prominent immune checkpoint, PD-1, with multi-billion dollar blockbuster drugs based upon that, like Ketruda, in 13-14 and now in 21-22 we see LAG3 are emerging and being validated. And of course, for us, uh, as a leader in the space, uh, that's fabulous. How unique is FD in the LAG3 landscape? Can you compete now, given that there's an approved drug in the space? First of all, there are different LAG3-related therapies. We have four, more than anyone else, including Big Pharma. Two of them are positioned in autoimmune diseases, and two of them are positioned in immuno-oncology. So one of our approaches, we have been exclusively worldwide out-licensing to Novartis, and they are competing with Bristol-Myers Squibb. For a biotech company, it would be a bit challenging maybe to compete against big pharmaceutical industries. So we have our flagship drug called FT Lagimod Alpha, or FT, that's easier, um, as a unique MHG class two agonist. So there we use LAG3 as a tool to activate the patient's immune system, and there is no direct competition for the mode of action. What are Immutep's plans for FT? We have First of all, I believe a good clinical program around FD in different clinical trials in metastatic breast cancer, non-small cell lung cancer, head and neck cancer, other solid tumors. And of course, we would like to further expand our clinical trial program, so to see maybe potential in other indications, but also to move forwards towards registration. We have one registration setting ongoing uh, called TACTI-003 in first line head neck cancer, and we would like to see a second one uh, starting in the foreseeable future. Last question for me. What are the key data readouts ahead for Immutep? We have a very exciting first half of 2022. Um, Recently, the second line non-small cell lung cancer data, the first interim data, 
Then we are going to see in early May data from metastatic breast cancer, additional data. We had a readout in November last year, but biomarker related work has been done. And then we also said that we are going to release data, and I personally believe strategically most important, in terms of first-line non-small cell lung cancer in first half of this year, so in the remaining three months practically, give or take. And this data is important because it will be from more than 100 patients, and if positive, could enable us to do the next major step, which would be a registration trial, and that indication, largest cancer indication, first-line non-small cell lung cancer. Mark, it was great to have you in Sydney again. Thanks for the insights. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure.